Welcome back to Untethered Minds. Welcome back. Hey. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> when I was getting ready tonight, I said, okay, you cannot sing the intro this time. Ashley, hold yourself back. Show some restraint. Um, but you just did it. So. Yeah, I, I carried Thanks. I carried the team this time. <laughs> you yeah. picked up my, my slack there. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my back hurts a little bit, but it's all right. It's okay. You've done so much today. I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. So yes, welcome back everybody. Episode five, we have made it to five. Woo! Yay! <laughs> I saw a friend of mine post that she just started season two of her podcast, and it's like season or episode one hundred and thirty-three. Dang! I'm like, that, that's commitment. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll get there. We'll get there. But yeah. it's just a crazy, crazy amount of content. So, yeah. anywho. Cheers to our future 133, 133rd, <laughs> there we go, episode. <laughs> All right. So yes, episode five, we are here today talking about Black America. Yeah. That's... Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Um, I Ooh, guess just there's... Sensitive topic. It's, it's very sensitive, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's very <laughs> sensitive. Yeah. And... Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Waiting for all the labels to come this way. I know. Yeah. And I don't mean to use like trigger warnings because <clears throat> I don't believe in trigger warnings, but it may be just like a general disclaimer. Like we did last time, you know, talking about the queer community. We don't hate you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Lord knows people in the comments yeah. think we do. Um, yeah. But when we talk about black America, we are by no means hating on that race of people no so uh, well just a little sidebar on that the idea of racism is the stupidest thing in the world <laughs> i mean if you really think look if you hate someone for the tan that they have that's just it's, it's the amount of melanin in right skin. it's it's ridiculous yeah is what it is yeah right you're either this shade or you're this shade or something in between it it's it's ridiculous. It just doesn't matter. You know, we no. we met someone this weekend. We kind of had this conversation with, too, who said, I don't care if you're a monkey, a giraffe, you're yellow, you're orange, <laughs> you're... I don't care. Like, if you're a good person, I'll be a good person back. Right. If you're a shitty person, I'm going to be an asshole back right. to you. That's just a general law of people. You Shout know? out to Chris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Chris. We need to send him the link still. Right. Um, but anyways, we... Just don't, we don't care. Again, you could be green. You can be blue. And just because we say we don't care what your skin color is doesn't mean we're negating your difficulties through life or your race's Heritage history. or ethics. Or you cannot, like yeah, you cannot judge somebody based on their melanin skin yeah. <laughs> and still realize that, yes, there has been a tragic, awful past with your ancestors. Yeah, but okay. But does that mean that you now well, hold, should be getting reparations? Hold no. on. Every single race on the planet has been enslaved. Yeah. Every, look at history. Every single... And even here in the United States, mm -hmm. look at how the Chinese were treated. Look how the Irish were treated. Yeah. I'm Irish, man. Look how the Ch Irish were during the slave times. Yeah. But you don't hear Irish people complaining about anything. Mm -hmm. In fact, if you look at the Chinese, what group is the uh, wealthiest per capita in the united states as Chinese, far as race it? it's, it's asians Asian, yeah. yeah you do not see asians complaining about 
Oh, their ancestors building the railroads and all that no. stuff. You do not hear about it. Why? Because instead they educated themselves and then they worked hard. They saved their money. They opened their shops. They opened their stores. They opened their businesses. And now some of them are like Fortune 500. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of them are doctors and everything else. Like they make right. good money. And it's because they instill all the morals and values of a nuclear family. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And going to school. Hard work. Hard work. All we, that. Um, here in Arizona, my mom and I have gone to different nail salons for years and years. Right. Mm-hmm. And like one thing they all have in common is that they have like the proudest Asian owners. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's usually like a really sweet couple yeah. who owns the place and you talk to them and i know one specifically was like super pro trump and when biden got elected he just went on and on to my mom when we got a pedicure about how fortunate they are to be in this country to have the opportunity to succeed right not to be given anything but to have the opportunity to make a life for themselves right and that that is the basis of the american dream and how amazing that is and they're so grateful to be here legally, right. to be business right. owners, and they work their asses off. Right. You know, that is such a thing that I see. I even see it with some, you know, gardeners and whatnot, landscapers, because again, mm-hmm. we live in Arizona. Um, a lot of them are very gracious mm-hmm. and grateful to be here and be able to have opportunity. Right. So. Well, and, and that's that's the thing, too. If a lot of legal immigrants that come here... Um, Man, they're the ones that love America the most because of wherever they came from, mm-hmm. you know, and it, you know, maybe not as much as it used to be, but it still somewhat is the land of opportunity. You might not be a multimillionaire or billionaire, yeah. but you can still cut out your nice little slice of the pie, mm-hmm. right? You can still do well for yourself or you can still go on vacations and live in a nice house in a nice neighborhood, have a nice vehicle. Right. All these things, but be able to provide for your family and your kids, yeah. right? You can still do all that. All you have to do is work hard for it. Right. That's it. Right. Yeah. Weren't going back to different minorities being judged harshly or um, I don't know what the word is. Just bad things happening to them here in the United mm-hmm. States. World War th- uh, Two. I say World War Three because we're about to go into World War Three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> World War Two during... Um, Pearl Harbor and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Didn't we have internment camps for Chinese mm-hmm. here um, in the States? It wasn't Chinese. It was Japanese and Japanese. Koreans. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's horrific, too. Yeah. And we had a whole bunch of internment camps for Japanese and Koreans here. Yeah. Yeah. Pearl Harbor And they don't talk that about that ago. much. Yeah. No. So, yeah. like I'm saying, we're not trying to negate anyone's experiences at all. Um, But this podcast is all about our observations, all about the way we see the world, um, the truth as we see it. So either go down this journey with us or don't, (laughs) you know, (laughs) but we are not trying to offend anybody. These are just our views. Um, And yeah, we... Well, look, nothing we say in this should offend anyone. Correct. And if it does... I think you need to look in the mirror a little bit. Yeah. Because nothing that we're going to say is with the intent of degrading or or minimizing anything. Mm-hmm. All we're trying to do is shine some light on the truths, things that are ensured, documented, and, and give a little bit of a different perspective from what is the common narrative that is always pushed. Yeah. 
Absolutely. So with that, I thought what better way to start this episode than to do a little edumacation. I've been saying that word lately, edumacation. (laughs) Uh, We talked about this last night, uh, Tavis and I a bit, talking about the start of slavery Mm -hmm. in the U.S. and that it was abolished by the Republican Party. Mm Mm-hmm which was headed by Mr. Abraham Lincoln. Mm -hmm. He was the first Republican president. And I don't know word for word. I couldn't find it, but we're calling him like the father of the Republican Party. Correct. Yes. Um, So just for a little factual data, in 1854, the Republican Party emerged to combat the expansion of slavery into American territories. Mm -hmm. Um, The early Republican Party consisted of Northern Protestants, factory workers, professionals, businessmen, prosperous farmers, and after the Civil War, former black slaves. Mm -hmm. So I love the beginnings of the Republican Party, you know. Um, So it was, just for the record, the Democratic states um, in the South that were promoting slavery. Well, the Republican Party was the one uh, was founded in opposition to the Democratic Party based on the slavery aspect. Correct. Mm -hmm. Correct. Yes. They don't um, teach you that. They don't. They oh, don't. Republicans are racist. Nope. It's Democrats. It always has been. Right. <laughs> always right. has been. Right. Um, they were the only party, the Republicans, that opposed the expansion of slavery before mm-hmm. 1861 and led the fight to destroy the Confederate States of America mm-hmm. um, by 1865. Well, and that's the thing, too. All those plantation owners after uh, slavery was ended, mm-hmm. they went north. Open their factories. Correct. That's why Democrats are in New York and all those northern states and the yep. southern states. Well, southern states were just the regular old farmers that were there. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what stayed. And that's why it's still that southern hospitality. Right. Yep. All the Democrats went north. And that's where all mm-hmm. the business was. That's where all the ports are. And that's mm-hmm. where all those places are. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, so from there, you know, obviously we know how the story goes i remember being the biggest fan this is funny of harriet tubman mm-hmm. when i was like in second or third grade i read every book i could get my hands on in the library about harriet tubman i thought she was like most badass chick ever <laughs> and just to like well, think I mean, about rightfully how so yeah. yeah yeah i mean imagine creating this huge network of transferring people from one place to another mm-hmm. you know with all the legalities, all, I mean, you get caught, you're dead, you know, and they had these underground passageways and they don't have phones. They don't have the internet. How are they even connecting? You know, it's insanity to think about. So anyways, I just think that's a cool, cool tidbit, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, And all the people who put their, put their own lives on the line to help others. It's a really cool, cool thing out of such a bad time. Um, So anyways, slavery, horrible we are all on the same page about that um but who sold the slaves from africa right into slavery tribal leaders black Uh tribal leaders africa yes sold their own people so in fact the what was it they had some basic like flu there i mean it wasn't anything like bad or anything like that but to the spanish and european people that were coming there to buy the slaves they couldn't go onto the land in africa because they would get sick and die Mm -hmm. 
because it's just two different diseases, right? right? And back then there was no medicine yeah. and all that stuff. Nobody had immune, immune right. to anything. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was only the Africans selling the Africans. Yeah. 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 Until they, you know, took them overseas and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in fact, that Woman King movie, uh-huh. the tribe that it's on is that tribe. So they're glorifying this tribe that was actually a very horrible tribe and they mm-hmm. would go around attacking weaker tribes and selling those people into slavery and in fact anytime they went up against spaniards or english or french or anything like that they got slaughtered because they just sucked at fighting but because they were so big they took out all the little tribes and the weaker tribes that were like fishers and hunters yeah. and stuff but compared yeah. to our technology and whatnot well i mean like the guns muskets yeah. and stuff they had yeah and right. they even gave them guns and everything in trade and they just they suck with them because they don't know how to use right. them. right it's practice <laughs> yeah there's a lot more of a clouded past um with all of that than any textbook wants to talk about right um and that's <clears throat> a travesty to be honest mm-hmm. um so we're shining some light so as time goes on, um, obviously the civil rights movement was huge. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of important things happen, but a big, there's a few things I think from history too, that they're trying to rewrite now. Oh yeah. They're constantly trying to rewrite right. history though. Um, we talk about the 1619 project, mm-hmm. which neither of us have done a huge deep dive into because honestly, mm-hmm. it's not something I want to spend my time educating myself on further and wasting my time on basically um it's really the concept that every single thing in this country in our history in our present probably in our future everything is based around slavery (laughs) right it just bends every single story to going back to racial roots right yeah it's like divide and conquer yeah it's the most negative you know just bad view you can have on something you know it's so polarizing it's so polarizing and then hulu just put out a documentary about the 1619 project (laughs) and i can only imagine the propaganda in that Mm -hmm. being that isn't hulu owned by disney now (laughs) yeah they are yeah yeah Yeah. so on top of the 1619 project uh, another big one is mlk's birthday or Mm -hmm. mlk day i didn't know this but It's now known as Civil Rights Day. Yeah. Yeah. What? No, it's not Civil Rights Day. It's Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday or MLK Day. Yeah. You know, doesn't that make you wonder, why are they trying to write MLK off of that holiday? Well, because they assassinated him. That's my point exactly. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. If you guys haven't thought about this, and this, I think, took me too long to realize was that they didn't want MLK around. Mm-mm. The powers that be. <laughs> yeah. yeah, too much of a prominent voice. And he was trying actively to unite people. Mm-hmm. Someone else, Malcolm X, we were talking about recently and just how you learn everything is bad, 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 bad. Mm-hmm. All his quotes. Yeah. yeah, and we were seeing quotes watching a documentary about BLM the other night. And looking at his quotes, I was like, oh my God, this guy knew what he was talking about. Yeah. They're all talking about division, yeah, and yeah. It, I don't think it's even so much division at a racial level as right. it is just a person-to-person level. Right, right. Those in charge and everyone else. Exactly. Yeah. It's like they're telling us something we should be seeing that yeah. we're not. And each of those people that keep giving that message. Yep, yep. 
so that's yeah mlk that one really opened my eyes um and then talking about it being changed to civil rights day is just not right not right at all well it's like when they were trying to tear down all those statues in um 2020 when they were all rioting and everything they were tearing down the emancipation statue like what because people aren't educated again they don't know history anymore no and they're not teaching history i feel Mm -hmm. like no, Instead, they're, they're trying to teach not. critical race theory. And if they are teaching history, it's a different altered version. Yeah. Or of what queer, really queerness in black America. Well, it's like that, that woman that won uh, the her award for her duties that she did in the 2020 presidential election right. in Georgia. Right. Yeah. And she democracy. won. Yeah. She saved democracy. No, she helped us steal. Yeah. They're rewriting history right before our eyes, and they're constantly doing mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, when they took down all of the the um, the the black logos off of all the different like items. Aunt Jemima. Right. Yeah. Aunt Jemima, yeah. Uncle Ben. Yeah. They take all of them off, so now all you have is white faces. I thought it would be well, good. How is that fighting racism <laughs> by removing everything but the white faces? If it doesn't anything, it's make representation. sense. It's brainwashing. I know. I know. We're going to get into that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. The whole rewriting of history is just the beginning. I yeah. feel like the longer we sit here, we could come up with. Washington Redskins. Yeah. 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 Natives love the Redskins. Yeah. Love the Redskins. If you did a poll with every single native in this country, uh, I would guarantee probably 80% of them say they love the name Redskins because it's a representation of them. Mm-hmm. They're proud of it. They're very, very proud culture, mm-hmm. right? And so who said that it was racist? A bunch of liberal white people. Yep. And got it changed. Yep. So now they're the commanders, which their mascot is white. Once again, removing anything that's not white. And replacing it with something white. Y'all been duped. Woke culture is retarded. Yeah. I don't care if you, whatever. I don't care, man. It's retarded. And when I say retarded, I don't mean mentally ill condition, like Alzheimer or whatever, autism, all those things. I mean, you're stupid. You're effing stupid. So you're (laughs) really, really, really stupid. So you're retarded. That's what I mean. Man, this is, whew, if we don't get canceled after this one, I ain't doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. We just want right. to go back to like the early 2000s when people weren't offended by right. everything. Look, just speak your f***ing mind. It's Just speak your mind. Speak your mind in a productive manner. I just don't think people know how to not take things personally anymore. No, everyone gets butt hurt. You, like you're supposed to laugh and like yeah. you, you're allowed to make fun of yourself yeah. and to make fun of uh, others man and... i make fun of myself more than anyone else ever could i know <laughs> <laughs> that's okay yeah. it's okay you don't have to take everything so seriously Mm-mm. we actually uh we talked about how we thought a lot of racism all started with obama and it becoming more of a political agenda um in modern time yeah in modern time yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we've talked about that um, in a previous episode. And so it does feel that racial tensions, at least from where I'm sitting, have just gotten more rampant over the past 10, 15 years. Well, like I said, when when I was in high school, it wasn't even a topic. Yeah. 
Like it was not a topic. Yeah. If you didn't like someone, it's because they're a douchebag. Right. Like it had nothing to do with the color of their skin. It had everything to do with who they were as a person, like how it should be. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. how you should judge people. Yeah. And like you just said, it all started with Obama. Mm-hmm. All these terms started hitting the media and all this other stuff. They needed a president that was a little bit darker than everyone else mm-hmm. to be able to push that agenda. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because it wasn't a topic. Right. And the more they can divide us white versus black, you know, the better for their own agenda. Right. Um, but I think we really saw everything come to a head in 2020. <laughs> mm-hmm. First of all, we had told everybody to stay home, quarantine themselves. I think everybody lost their damn minds the first couple yeah. months of COVID. Um, and then that summer, they're like, boom, George Floyd. Yeah. And shit hit the fan. Mm-hmm. Like, you wouldn't believe. Yeah. You know, it was black squares all over Instagram. Mm-hmm. It was protests, protests, protests. Right, right, right. Right, Let's call right. It for what Peaceful it is. protests. Right, right, right. Yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, fiery, but mostly peaceful protests. That one reporter on CNN. Yeah. Fiery, but mostly peaceful protests. You're like the yeah. building's literally on fire. Yeah. yeah. How much? How many billions did it cost? I forgot what they said. But I it don't was know. Like, it was. It was a couple billion. Well, and the other thing the too is that how many small businesses were right. wrecked in that, and how many of them were black owned? It was a majority yes. of them. Yeah. Hypocrisy at its finest, yeah. yet well, again. Well, Black Lives Matter. Look, Black Lives do not matter to Black Lives Matter. They just don't. The mm-hmm. organization. You can say there's a difference between the organization and the movement. The movement is just a bunch of brainwashed people that have been fed the wrong information and they believe it. Yeah. I'm sorry, that's what it is. The organization is nothing but a Marxist Marxist group that's using you to make themselves rich. Absolutely. That's it. Absolutely. And the thing that with George Floyd was nuts too was that you find out later I don't know how long they suppress this information but it was clearly suppressed that he was not this totally great contributor to society stand-up citizen yeah. the narrative of him uh, being this like adoring father and I don't think that stuff came out to for the general public for a good month or two and that's a problem yeah I, well, I mean, <laughs> I dig for stuff, right. <laughs> but I, I, it took me a, a good week or so before I was yes. finding information. Yes. Yeah. And then you started seeing the alternative camera views of, mm-hmm. okay, it was really more on his shoulder blade than it was on his neck. Mm-hmm. And then you find out that he had a white dot on his tongue. Yep. He, he had a pulled out of the car. Yeah. Oh, Least, yeah. Lethal dosage of, yeah. uh, what fentanyl and meth. It was fentanyl and meth yeah. com- com- uh, combined. Yeah. That anybody would have died of. The guy who actually testified said that if you had taken that dose and just sat in your chair at home, you would have died. Yeah. And then he said some other shitty stuff. But, you know, it was <laughs> just proof to say. He's, he's like, well, if if this person was found dead with no trauma to their neck, uh, yes, this would have been uh, uh, the dose that would have killed them. But um, but with the trauma to the neck, I believe that was the cause of death. Yeah, no. What? No. It, well, no. it was all for a narrative. It was 100% for a narrative. Why do you think BLM shows up every four years? What happens every four years? An election. A presidential election. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 And so the f***ed 
up part of all this. You know, as much as they made George Floyd this martyr for the cause, they were shouting his name in the streets, BLM exploited the shit out of his death. Yeah, they did. Because, so we just watched um, a documentary where um, Candace Owens went and talked to George Floyd's roommates prior Mm -hmm. to his passing, who he lived with. Um, And she's talking to them like, well, you guys, you know, you saw money, right? You know, for his back rent or for the fact that he had a car in the yard that could not be towed away without somebody paying for it to come and be, you know, towed. They didn't have the money for it. So the car they was just... They didn't have the title for it either. Yes, they didn't have the title. Right. Um, his family never came and got his stuff from the house. They've seen no money. <laughs> so of all people to pay, like, yeah. how much years worth of back rent, right. Candace paid for that. Candace paid to get the car removed. Like, God bless her. But these people didn't see shit. Yeah. And they were probably the closest to him. Yeah. And when he was calling out mama, it was his girlfriend. Yes. His mom. Yeah. Yeah. So there's just a lot of... A lot um, of bad narratives. Yeah. That were 100% intentional. Yep. So like this new uh, Tyreek... Tyree Nichols. Yeah. So this one is exactly what they were trying to say the George Floyd one was. Mm-hmm. Right. George Floyd died of an overdose. Yes. He, yep. he No. This one is how they're trying to paint it. So that cop, I feel bad for that dude. He's he's serving 22 years in prison for something he didn't do. And he's in solitary confinement mm-hmm. 23 hours a day. Yeah. He said he has no access to TV, yeah. computer, books, anything. He just stares at a wall. Yeah. Like 99.9% yeah. of his days. Now, on the other hand, these five cops involved with this mm-hmm. with this new one uh, they deserve their punishment. Yeah, I mean, I've seen that video, man. They yeah. they went crazy on that dude. Yeah. Now, grant now, granted, the guy was resisting arrest. Yeah. And so, yes, I understand. Re- stop resisting. Why are you running? Okay, look, yeah, stop resisting. Why are you running? Look, man, <laughs> look. You want to go to jail or you want to die? Like that's the thing. If you're doing something wrong, and that's why you're running. I'd much rather spend my time in jail than die. I'm just saying. And if you actually look at the statistics, me as a white male, I am way more likely to be get shot by a police officer than a black male. Yeah. Way more likely. You are. You are. Even if I don't run. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing. I have a much higher chance of that happening. Right. Well, it's the whole idea of play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Well, look, I, I don't... I mean, I don't want to say I got a shady pass, but, like, I was... Yeah. I did a lot of You've had some running young young reckless things, okay? <laughs> um king of the world kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Um but I never resisted. Yeah. I never I'm, well, I never ran away from the police officer. I never fought the police officer. I complied with every single thing they said. There was only one cop that was a dick to me. Mhm about it and when he was putting me in cuffs he's like stop resisting like dude just put my other cuff on (laughs) i'm not resisting just put it on well and there are those cops there are are cops that are assholes yeah yeah you had that theory about oh the two or the three types of people that become cops okay so the those the one uh that type of people that become cops is um, the ones that truly want to make the difference right they truly Mm want to make the community safer and all this other stuff now, one of the other ones is um, someone that got bullied a lot in high school, 
and now they're kind of getting their revenge in mm-hmm. a sense by bullying citizens, right? Kind of short man syndrome kind of thing. And then on the flip side of that, the bullies from high school, because yeah. they didn't go off to college, they didn't do anything else, they didn't do anything with their lives, so they're now they become cops, and they're still assholes, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I think those are the three types. Or, I mean, I guess there's the anomaly, and not necessarily the anomaly, but like the fourth type would be like someone that served in, and they retired, and now they're going into law enforcement yeah. type of thing. Yeah. But even then, like that actually kind of scares me. Because, yes, those are going to be the most trained and well-prepared. But if they got PTSD, I don't know how much battle this person's seen. And now they're on the street. What if I just flinch when they pull me over and they think I got a bomb or something like that? So here's the thing that I actually heard. Um, I was listening to a Rogan episode. He had a former CIA agent who was in the military for a long time, has gone to the VA with all kinds of PTSD, yada, yada. He talks about... When this is really interesting, um, <clears throat> when these former military, you know, whatever they are, when they leave the military, they are dying to find purpose. You know, they're running away from civilian life. They don't know how to do civilian mm-hmm. life. Yeah, so they're taken and they're now put into this life of waking up, paying bills, having relationships, yada, yada, yada. They crave that kind of purpose again. And even when they go in, they're going to be cops or they're going to do security. You know, they're doing these jobs that they're highly trained for and that they're really good at. They don't get the purpose that they did the yeah, same way they did in the military. There's yeah. no brotherhood. There's no camaraderie. There's, right. you know, it's, it's so different. And so right. these, even they're coming home and still not finding right. satisfaction and purpose in that job. Because right. what they were doing was so much greater well, abroad. Way more intense. Yeah. Well, and it just, it was like, wow, I am doing this huge thing for my country, for my family. You know, and it was just like, they lose a lot of that. So kind of tangent, but police in that regard, I just thought that was really well, interesting. I mean, if you spend your time in war, I mean, you lose your humanity to an extent, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You become a machine of war at that point. Yeah. And going back and shopping at Sprouts isn't going to cut it. No. No. And he said that's why a lot of them end their lives because mm-hmm. they have no purpose. They mm-hmm. don't know how to handle, you know, the wife being mad that you're not spending time with the kids the way you should be. You mm-hmm. know, that's not what they're used to. So anyways, <laughs> on the topic of cops. Yeah. Tyree Nichols just happened. This. How old was he? Do you know? No. I would have to look that up. Um, But he was just a basic traffic stop. You know, they stopped him, pulled him over, um, ended up getting the absolute life beat out of him by these five. Hold on. Wait for it. Black police officers um, who have been fired and charged. So they are fully being held accountable for this. Um, That's not an issue. It's still white supremacy, though. Yeah. So get this. This is where (laughs) they take, again, an issue that is an issue and turn it into a fucking political heist okay mm-hmm. cnn swear to god this was a printed printed headline on cnn this is why i have no respect for them van jones mm-hmm. yeah the police who killed tyree nichols were black but they might still have been driven by racism <laughs> excuse me how how is that how yeah. is that white people are just so bad that it they've trained everybody to america hate black people yeah. Well, so, okay, 
What has the reputation of the United States been forever until like recent times? It's the land of the free. Yeah. Right. They're trying to rewrite history to make everything rooted in the slavery aspect. Mm -hmm. And so everything is victimhood mentality. Mm -hmm. And so the reason why black people are at the forefront of this whole victimhood mentality. And look, this is going to piss a lot of people off. Black people are running on emotion rather than logic and reasoning. And the reason that they're running on emotion is because that they've been removed from being able to get the proper education. They've been sick, uh, sectioned into the, the ghettos and the projects and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And that's all by design. That's all by plan. And so the, one of the biggest things is, is since the 60s is breaking up the nuclear family, mm-hmm. right? The single motherhood was like in the 20-something percents, and it shot up to the 70-something percents in like the last, I don't know, five years ago, six years ago, something like mm-hmm. that. It was in the 70, high 70s. It, it's insane. And that's why you need both parents in the household. Mm-hmm. You need both parents or at least a figure for each, mm-hmm. right? Um, because if you don't, I mean... Black people make up, what, 13% of the population, but 50% of the violent crimes? I'm not sitting here poo-pooing on black people. I'm not. They're programmed. They are programmed to think that way. They're programmed to be reactive. They're mm-hmm. programmed to to blow up over crazy shit. It's not their fault. No. But they need to understand there's an agenda. Yes. And the agenda is to keep them down and keep why do you think Planned Parenthood stays in business Planned Parenthood's always in like crappier areas Mm -hmm. right lower income areas Well, wasn't the initial objective of Planned Parenthood to cut down the black population Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that was the whole reason it was started Mm -hmm. was to depopulate the black population that's fun fact for you right there Uh, New York alone uh, more black babies are killed than born each year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, and that's the thing too. Yeah, it's genocide. It is. It's genocide. It and is. people are, <laughs> my body, my choice. Okay, retard. You're stupid. First of all, <laughs> it's not your body. As soon as it starts growing in there, it's not yours anymore. And then secondly, dude, just close your fucking legs or take a contraceptive. Buy some condoms. <laughs> There's no age limit. Don't be condoms. stupid. Don't be stupid. But yeah. look, you're trained to go just kill your baby instead. And it's, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, all those places are in black neighborhoods. Yeah. You don't see them in no rich white neighborhood. You don't see no. a Planned Parenthood anywhere near no. those places. No. And what else is in a lot of black neighborhoods? Gun store, liquor store, gun store, liquor store. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're trying to make you kill yourselves. I hope you understand that. They're trying to make you kill yourselves. And then they're making you get all riled up. So you go out and riot. And then hopefully you get shot while you're rioting. You're all being played. This is all what they're trying to make you do. This is all their mentality. They ignore the opioid epidemic, which is also killing how many? A lot. Right. And I'm sure, especially (laughs) in those populations. Yeah. So it's... uh, it's so much bigger mm-hmm. than any of us can even comprehend. Yeah. It yeah. really is. But it's the victim mentality of things. Right. First and foremost. Right. Um, and then we're going to play this vi- like riveting TikTok. 
Um, this came up on my For You page today, actually, and I we listened to it earlier. It's, uh, it's pretty eye-opening. Um, she is a Black female herself um, talking about just kind of like the breakdown of Black culture. So we're going to insert that here. Y'all ain't going to like this one. I've only ever had issues with other Black cops. I've had more issues with Black cops than I've ever had with a white cop. I've had more issues with other black men and women than I ever have with a white man or a white woman. This is why I don't like talking about race on my platform because I don't think y'all really ready to hear the shit I gotta say. But with this, these five Memphis officers and Tyree Nichols, it's about time we fucking have it. Baby, the self-hate in our community is so fucking detrimental and pivotal right now. But I feel like y'all get off on giving y'all power to other people, to white people. Contrary to what the fuck y'all see on the news, they don't even have to, they, they got y'all doing the work for them at this point. White supremacists and, and the elites, they got y'all doing the work for them now. Because look at these five Memphis cops. Y'all think that shit is normal? Y'all think that shit is just a, a one-time occurrence? No. I've lived in the South for over seven years and every run-in I've ever had with the law was at the hands of a black cop and a black judge. I literally have a friend right now who's in the middle of suing the Georgia State PD because something like this similar happened to him. Beat my friend on a random Friday night at a club because he could. There is no love in the black community. There is no love. Look at our culture. Down to the music we listen to. You you rappers, you male rappers, y'all get on these tracks and y'all promote violence towards each other and you think it's gangster. No, it's giving self-hate. It's giving coon. And it's giving capper because y'all don't even really be doing that shit in real life. You get on these tracks talking about being in the hood, doing all this shooting, but you live in a gated community. You don't leave your house without five or six people around you. You're a capper. You don't drop bodies, you drop hobbies. Y'all get a little bit of money and the first thing y'all want to do is align yourself with whiteness. Now you're rocking these luxury brands that don't give a fuck about you. You're too good to rock a tail fleazy. You're too good to support your own. You can't tag the girl who did your makeup from your hometown. You can't tag the small business. But all day y'all on these apps rapping Gucci, Louis, and Prada. It's such a lack mindset. You think supporting your own. You think by supporting me is going to take something from you. You think by giving me my flowers or somebody else their flowers is going to take something from you. The self-hate in our community is, is crazy and it's absurd and it's like nobody talks about this shit. Let's start talking about it. I feel like there's enough white creators who do a really good job at educating their own. When we going to start doing that shit for ourselves? Because I feel like we are the only community that does not look out for one another. God rest Tyree Nichols' soul, but it always takes that one example. It always takes for something like this to happen for us to have the conversation. So let's do that. Let's not let this man's death be in vain. When we gonna start talking about the real tea, which is the self-hate in our community? It's crazy. It's crazy and it needs to change. So I thought this clip was so interesting um, because it's just calling on people to take accountability and to look at things for how they are. You know, there is a breakdown of culture. How many times do you hear a rap song that's positive right. or that's not talking about sex or drugs or money we're shooting someone yeah and i'm not gonna overgeneralize yeah. and say that everybody doing hip-hop rap music is black but let's not be idiots you know the culture in all is bad mm -hmm. there's a lot of violence between black well and black, look, black crime is huge the, the the biggest problem isn't the race it isn't the skin color it's the culture yeah 
and the culture has been brainwashed to to be ratchet, to be grimy, to be hood, to be gangster, to be all this stuff. How is that going to benefit you long term? How is any of that stuff going to benefit you? Yeah. And 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 look, why are they brainwashed into buying Louis and all that stuff? Idolizing all these white brands. Mm-hmm. Louis, Gucci, mm-hmm. Dior, right. Balenciaga. Right. And look at all the ones that make it big. Very few of them actually start charities. And yeah. Stuff. They just go spend their money and live their best life. Yeah. In yeah. white neighborhoods. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it Stefan Aisha Curry? Is but that they, his wife's name? Yeah, but they hate, they hate. I hate white people, though. Well, they're super Democrat, and right. yet they're out here saying we don't want um, affordable housing built next to our $30 million mansion. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> so right. you're definitely for the people. Right. Cool. Cool. Yeah, and the other thing that I always find so interesting is them talking about defunding the police mm-hmm. in these neighborhoods. In order for these neighborhoods to get better, in order for black lives to get better um, in more, you know, low-income, heavy uh, crime rate areas, you have to bring more police in. Because the only way to up the value of your area is for businesses to feel safe doing business there. (laughs) If a business is afraid of being looted, if a business is afraid of, you know, being blown up or protested at, you know, whatever it may be, shut up. All the autonomous zones that they got. Or like they got that George right. Floyd area in, in Minnesota. But just in general, like yeah. downtown Chicago. You right. know, Chicago is terrifying right now. Yeah. <laughs> Has been for a while. Right. Yeah. But why would any business want to put a storefront up there if the right. odds of them getting screwed are super high? Right. They wouldn't be. So then crime increases. Right. You need more security. Yes. Mm-hmm. So all these really bad cities are just getting worse because they're cutting their police force. Mm-hmm. They're cutting down training. Mm-hmm. Yes, there are some really bad duds. There are some really bad cops. There are bad doctors. There are bad, bad firefighters. Yeah. There are bad salespeople. Yeah, there's good, bad everything. Yes. Yeah. Yin and yang. But the solution to make things better is not to make things worse, which is what they're doing by cutting all these things. Well, they're just they're just being misled. Yeah. That's what it is. It's it's part of this whole process. Mm-hmm. They don't want the cops around. They don't want us to feel security. They want to take our guns away too. At the same yeah. time, yeah. yeah. Um, so We're talking then, about those in power, not black people, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the powers it be. <laughs> and you know, we had all these friggin' protests that turned into the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, which mm-hmm. turned into him. You know, everybody calling him. He's oh, just, he's a racist that shot black people at the yeah. Black Lives. They were all white. Yep. Two of them were rapists, and one was a pedophile. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> And he didn't, <laughs> what he did wasn't illegal either. In my eyes, my eyes, he, he did the world a favor. He, yeah, I'm just saying. He, he did. He took out some bad and he people. he will say that to this day. He does not regret his choice. <laughs> I wouldn't. No. <laughs> he was so smart. That was, that was a real f*** you. So Kyle Rittenhouse was obviously a, uh, a huge deal, but. That poor kid. <sighs> that poor kid. I know. But the BLM train didn't, didn't stop. Um, mm-hmm. I want to go back to BLM because there's there's a lot to unpack with BLM. That oh, yeah. I don't know if people really f- see the scope, of, uh, the scope of. So just simple Google search. Um, the organization itself is worth $42 million. Hmm. None of which we saw actually went to George Floyd. So uh, 
there's that. The founder, Patrice Colors, Colors. I don't know. I don't. I don't care to pronounce her last name right. Honestly, um, her own individual net worth, five million dollars. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Wasn't she like not worth anything before? Yes. Hmm. Yes. And you should see her real estate portfolio now. Oh yeah, she got like three houses, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's got all these homes. Um, we found out that she hired her brother to do all of her security. He's now like managing a security team for her. And then she paid him like a million dollars a year or something like that. 800 something thousand dollars a year. <laughs> Pretty close. And his, <laughs> his qualifications are growing up as a graffiti artist. So oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely trained for well, I'm sure he was tr- chased by a lot of security guards. So <laughs> yeah. maybe he's like, you know what? I got this. I'll just flip it around and do the verse. Yeah, it's like, I just, I know how they move. I want to be hired $800,000 a year to be security at a friggin' BLM house. All he does is sit there and like watch the mom or something. Right? Yeah. And the mom gets paid too, doesn't she? Doesn't yeah. she pay her mom? Yeah. Bought her a house and then like pays uh-huh. her to do something. Yeah, pretty much. Um, we also found out that, I want to say it was just in like a single year alone, there was over $2 million sent from Black Lives Matter, the organization, to a handful, like probably 10 plus different trans gender organizations. Yeah. Yeah. Because Patrice's partner is a trans yeah. woman, man, God like that. Yeah. knows what. Yeah. Um, and so then you kind of have to think okay, they're donating hundreds of thousands of dollars at a time to these organizations. What are they? What are these organizations doing with the money? Yeah, they track it back, and guess what they're doing? Yeah, bailout funds mm-hmm. for these protesters, for these rioters. Mm-hmm. They're using it basically as like training money to bring up new activists to train activists. Yeah, yeah, and then also to bail them out. Yeah, and so it's just this continuous loop of brainwashing. And if you're against BLM, you're the devil. Yeah, you're a racist bigot. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that was the narrative for the longest time. Yeah. I got guilt tripped into going to a BLM riot. Yeah, well, it sorry. wasn't a riot. It actually was a protest I'm sorry. in Phoenix. Yeah. And I, I regretted it. You know, I went because I felt like I had to. I had somebody guilt tripping me into going. And if, you know, if you don't care or if you don't go, then you don't care. And it's like, oh, two things can be true at the same time. You know, I can care for people not getting the shit beat out of them when it's not warranted. And still not believe in this woke bullshit organization that's clearly just using people's lives for profit. Right. <laughs> I'm getting all pissy yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, I went to a, a protest and I fully regret that nowadays. And I think a lot of people probably look back and regret some of the things that you felt pressured into doing. The black squares on Instagram, like, tell me the virtue signaling was not strong as hell during that. <laughs> all these companies having to come out and make statements about how you know racist they're not and how they value everybody um of all races and even my boss back in the day she was so afraid of being canceled by like woke media outlets that i had to put 50 percent or more strictly authors of color into articles that i was writing so if it was an article of 10 books five of them had to be people of color didn't matter if it was a good book didn't matter if it actually fit the article i was writing but they had to be of color. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't I don't care. I don't no. care what color you are. Um 
look, I'm going to treat you how you treat me. Mm -hmm. You treat me with respect, I'll treat you with respect. You treat me with disrespect, I'll treat you with disrespect. Absolutely. That's just how it is. And look, I'm never, I'm not, I'm never going to instigate disrespect with anyone. But I mean, it is what it is. And I think look, America is definitely racist now. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of white people be like, America's not racist. In that aspect, it's not. But on the flip side of that, it is because now you have all these different races, mainly black people. That absolutely despise mm-hmm. white people now. Mm-hmm. And they think that we're the devils. And they think that we all own slaves and everything. Dude, the only people that owned slaves were rich Democrats back in the day. Like, <laughs> yeah. that was and the first slave owner was black. But you didn't know that. <laughs> so, I know. I'm just saying. Yeah. And you don't think if Nancy Pelosi was given the option to have a slave, she wouldn't. Dude, she probably does have slaves. She's evil as shit. Well, I mean, her husband's got a sex slave with a hammer. <laughs> dude, Paul Pelosi is a weird dude. I don't know. That weird video dude. was weird. Opening the, the door in his underwear with a glass of He's scotch like, hey or whatever the hell he had going on. Yeah. So, uh, so, it was, so, 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 so. That so whole weird. thing is just weird. So man. weird. But, like, same level as the Pelosi's, we can talk about George Soros. Yeah. A lot yeah. of those protests um, are funded by him. Change.org. Yeah. yeah. Or if you ever saw videos where a big old um, like U-Haul truck would come in and they'd open the back and a bunch yeah. of people would come out with mm-hmm. signs and mm-hmm. all this stuff. It was paid for. It mm-hmm. was set up. And they would leave pallets of bricks out mm-hmm. on the streets too for yep. them to throw through windows and yeah. everything to cause damage. Yep. Yeah. They were putting everything at everybody's fingers. They get us, yeah. they just all riled up. They get everybody all pissed off by well, using un, one narrative that's untrue. Too, though. There's right. videos of people going around during those riots and everything, handing out $100 bills. Hey, smash the windows on this building. Here you go. Hey, smash the windows on this. Like yeah. paying people. And so, no, these are all 100% organized. George yeah. Soros, the former Nazi. Yeah. Yeah. And that we're not saying that everybody involved was organized but all it only takes one group before that group multiplies and multiplies and multiplies so as Uh, long as you have a base that you can ensure i definitely think at least a few buses worth especially for the big ones Mm -hmm. were bussed in from other states yeah because i mean there's videos of showing like four or five buses of people pulling up to these things and just unloading yeah and then you add that to everyone who's been brainwashed, mm-hmm. all the white saviors, yeah. all of, you know, these groups and boom, yeah. you've got a fucking riot on your hands. Right. So it's all instrumental. They mm-hmm. are playing us on social media. They're playing us throughout, you know, traditional media. Entertainment, so that, sports. Yeah. And if you're not on like board. Kneeling, mm-hmm. kneeling for the flag, mm-hmm. football and yeah. basketball was doing. If you're not on board, you're bad and we yeah. are going to virtue signal and you know cancel you and silence you yeah kaepernick's not a hero for that by the way first of all kaepernick was already third string quarterback at that point so like i I think it was more of a publicity stunt than anything and Mm -hmm. then it just kind of blew out of proportion um kaepernick was raised by a white family Uh, he was adopted uh and went to private schools and (laughs) stuff but he was kneeling because he's oppressed. Yeah, this uh, this guy that's played in a Super Bowl, making millions of dollars to play a 
play a sport. Isn't he's, that always... He's so oppressed. <laughs> he's so oppressed. Like Lizzo. Look, look, first of all, nobody is oppressed in this country anymore. Nobody. If anyone is, you're looking at them. It's, it's white males. Mm-hmm. If anyone is going through any kind of oppression in this country right now, it is white males. Mm-hmm. Because everything's the white man's fault. Right? You're a white female, but guess what? You're still a female. You still got that female card to play. Right. Kind of. They're erasing what a woman is, too. That's, yes. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I mean, I guess I could identify as a female and everything will be all right. Yeah, you can identify as anything so. you want nowadays, apparently. And it's funny you bring up the white man being an issue. Um, I pulled up some stats, and over the last five years, um, the amount of white men shot... Or sorry, this this is just white people in general. Uh, white people shot by cops almost doubles black people every mm-hmm. single year. Mm-hmm. You know, I know there's inequity in our numbers of population right. total, but it's getting better even. <laughs> like back in 2017, um, 222 black people um, were killed by cops, 458 whites, and 180 Hispanic. And then there's some that fall under every other category. Um, but for the most part, you know, they got down to 177 in 2021, 243 in 2020, 251 in 2019. We almost double that black population every year in terms of police brutality. Well, so, shootings. Right, right, yeah. right. You know, talking about it not discriminating, this shit happens to white people too. Um, Daniel Shaver. Uh, 2016 was actually killed here in Arizona at a La Quinta hotel in Mesa. These videos, I remember when they came out years ago, this is 2016. It was shocking because this man was begging for his life, you know, in a hotel hallway and they shot him too many times and he wasn't doing anything. He was unarmed. He was crawling on the ground and he was just blown out of the way by these cops. You know, it happens to white people too. The only reason, and when it's truly a horrific thing like that case, you know, like Tyree Nichols, there should be spotlight on it. You Mm -hmm. know, the cops are prosecuted. But the right narrative, not a controlled narrative. Exactly. Exactly. We're still waiting to see if Tyree Nichols was on drugs. That hasn't come out yet. It's still very early on. He still got way worse physical punishment than he should have. Yes. But he did try to resist arrest. Mm Mm-hmm. He could have been under the influence. Mm-hmm. Like I've been saying time and time again, two things can be true at the same time. Right. You know, he can be doing something that he shouldn't have been and right. also be the victim of a horrific tragedy. Right. And yeah, every he man. He still be guilty for whatever yes. he was guilty of. Yeah. And every man who laid a hand on him is being held accountable. Well, it's like whole George Floyd thing where they made him a saint. Right. And this guy's got a rap sheet for days. Days. Yeah. I mean. What was it in 20 or 16 or 17 or I don't know, something like that where he held the gun to the pregnant lady's belly mm-hmm. while mm-hmm. he and a bunch of other people ransacked her house. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He wasn't good. And so you have to be very careful about these situations happening and actually doing your research before you go and mob an Apple store. Well, it's once again, don't be reactive. Right. Know what you're doing first. Well, and you were just talking about the fact that 
we see it. This is not even a just us having an opinion. It is true that the most reactive population, race-wise, are black people. Mm-hmm. They try to do it to Asians. Remember mm-hmm. the whole stop Asian hate thing, mm-hmm. you know, with those yeah, attacks in New York and whatnot? Yeah. Didn't really last. Oh, and look at the lunar shootings. Huh. Uh-huh. Two of those guys were Asian. Mm-hmm. 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 There were all those string of shootings just recently. So the narrative there didn't work. Stop Asian hate. No, no. I mean, Middle Easterns are trying to constantly, you know, pit us against them. Mm -hmm. Even Mexicans, illegals, you know, Mm -hmm. they don't have an issue the way that black people do. And so they have tried, you know, but this is just that population of people that is taking the bait, I feel like. Well, once again, it's because, first of all, there's a whole agenda of dumbing down society as a whole. Mm -hmm. But that agenda has been used on the black community for decades, like forever. So the N word, right? By definition stands for an ignorant person. It has nothing to do with race. The definition of it is an ignorant person. What is an ignorant person? Someone that doesn't know anything, Mm -hmm. right? And so slaves back in the day, weren't taught how to read, weren't taught how to write, weren't taught how to do anything other than work because they wanted to keep them ignorant because if they got smart, then they would be able to whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Get their own freedom, these things, that things. And so just because slavery quote unquote ended doesn't mean it actually ended. And what I mean by that is they basically just repackaged it. We're all technically enslaved now. Mm-hmm. Right. With with all this stuff. But the way it used to be, this is why like the Jim Crow laws and all this other stuff that, you know, felons can't vote. Well, what they were doing is they would see a black person in line to vote and then they would arrest them for whatever made up reason, call it a felony. And then now that black person can't vote. So now black people can't vote. That was the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. The black community has been put down a lot, a lot, a lot. And you can sit there and say that white supremacy is the, the root of all this. Sure, why not? You can say all that. Is it still today? No. And right now, it's just divide and conquer. Mm-hmm. It's to keep us fighting amongst each other. <laughs> it, it, and it's, unfortunately, it it is a victim mentality that, you know, they are told their whole lives that you can't do this because slavery happened to our culture. You can't do this because of your skin color. You're going to be treated this way because of your skin color. Da, 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 da. And look, I, I get it in the inner cities and stuff. And if you get stopped a little bit more than uh, the average person by the cops, and stuff, it's because of where you live. It's because of the culture. It's because of the mentality in that area. It's not because of you, the individual person. If you are innocent, it's because of everyone else in that area that acts that way. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, man, cops are going to be a little little on edge and maybe a trigger finger and stuff. I'm not saying that gives them excuse, but I'm saying that's why. If they constantly have people shooting at them every single day, they're going to be ready to right. pull their gun on someone. Right. Right? right. And so it, once again, it has nothing to do with race. It has everything to do with culture. And that culture is 100 percent manufactured. Look yeah. at all the rappers. They glorify being gangsters and yeah. drugs and everything else. Well, and so. I think it's it's ego, too, almost in a way. And maybe that's 100%, naive to say, but like yeah. these men who are 
doing something illegal. There was actually somebody uh, recently. um, So the founder of BLM, I think it was like her cousin or her, I don't know, somebody related to her, not close, close in her circle, but in her family. He was on drugs, um, causing a scene. He stole a car (laughs) and this cop was trying to, he was following him through the street because this guy wouldn't stop. He was like, I need you to stop. You just stole a car. (laughs) Stop. And he's, you know, he's high on drugs. So he's like walking in circles. Man, man, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. And the cop's like, I'm not, I'm not touching. I'm just trying to talk to you. Just stop walking. And he starts walking into traffic and he got hurt. Now it's the cop's fault. Got hit by a cop. I don't remember what exactly happened. The man got hit by a car or? or I don't think he got hit by a car. He didn't die, but I think he got tased. Because he ran away. Don't resist. <laughs> it's ego. Oh man, no man, cop, don't get me. All these yeah. men who are like crying for their mom and everything, and it's a lot of them. Like George Floyd, they showed multiple videos of him being arrested. He did the same thing every time. Every single. They're trying time. to get the emotional response from the cop and be like, you know what? Okay, man, fine, fine. You're calling for your mom, yeah. poor guy. You know, how much of it is a facade? How much of it is real? Obviously, Floyd was a good actor. But just stop. If a cop tells you to stop, listen. Do you value your life? Probably not. I I have no reason to believe that these people do when they're run- why. What do you think is going to happen? Especially if you're a bad cop. area like Memphis. Especially if you're in a place where you think white cops are being you know particularly brutal to black <laughs> people. Why would you run? Yeah. The odds of you dying are so much higher when you decide to play that game. Yeah. It's yeah. just logic. Yeah. That's what that's what blows my mind. Put your fucking ego down and just get arrested. You did something illegal. Get yeah. over it. It makes me really mad, too, because they're pissed about Tyree Nichols. They're pissed about George Floyd. They're pissed about Breonna Taylor, whoever else. And yet there are these other big things going on that i'm like where's the outrage so i think i told you a little about this there was a young black woman named shanquella robinson who recently took a trip down to cabo mexico um, with a group of her friends and like Uh i said black female a group of her black friends female and males um they go on this trip she spent a ton of money she's this young entrepreneur really successful does really well for herself she went down to mexico with her friends they got this really nice house with a private chef this whole thing there are videos that came out from that trip um first one is her like completely just passed out and drunk on a um hammock that people are concerned like was she even alive at that point like was she drugged what's going on Mm -hmm. and then the second day of the trip third day not too long after that Video surfaced where she is completely naked and they are fighting her and video recording it and FaceTiming people and showing them how they're kicking the shit out of their friend Shanquella while she's naked in their hotel room. Why? Something, something happened. She died after this beating. She's dead. And all of her friends like left all of her luggage there. They had an issue getting the body back. They have no answers about what happened. 
this black female and a group of her black friends all go down to Mexico and she dies and nobody says a word. Everybody's silent. A video surfaces of them being cruel and beating her to death while FaceTiming with friends. Mm-hmm. Where's the fucking outrage about that? Yeah. Once again, her parents have no answers. Black Lives Matter doesn't care about black No. Lives. A really good person mm-hmm. who went on this trip with her friends out of the total kindness of her heart and ends up dead and you don't hear a word about it. Not a peep. No. It doesn't fit the narrative. Or somebody who was at the Capitol riots, a woman of color, was brutally killed by another female woman of color cop. You hear about that one? Mm-mm. Nope. Using no. her brutal force to kill her? No. No, you don't. It's it's just sick. And in that in itself proves that these people don't care. They only care when the narrative, the narrative advances them. Right. Or when they can use it in their favor. Well, and even like this last one, I mean, it's it's five black cops. You know I, what I mean? And they're still trying to play it as white supremacy. Right. It's right. just it's, it's just all yeah. ridiculous and it's they keep beating the same drum. Mm-hmm. It's lunacy, honestly. It's this misplaced anger. It's like, yeah, they're giving people this channel to something to channel it into. This thing doesn't exist. Well, this is what I've been telling people forever. All they're trying to do is divide us. Mm-hmm. It's us versus them. It's all of us collectively, quote unquote, normal people, and all the ones. That are in charge. The 99% versus the 1%. Mm-hmm. Right? We're all in the shit together. Yeah. Some of us have it better than others. But guess what? Some of us work to have it better than others. But we're all in the same bullshit. We're all being shit on by the same fucking people. And they're just sitting back laughing while we blow our money on designer bullshit. And we fight amongst each other over the fucking color of our skin. Yep. It makes Something absolutely we have no, no sense. Right. Control about. You have no control over. Exactly. And then yeah. if I get a little too tan over the summer and now people are offended that, you know, certain <laughs> women are trying to be black. They're race baiting. <laughs> no, yeah. again, melatonin, melatonin, melanin, whatever the word is, <laughs> in my skin gets darker in the sun. Yeah. I have olive undertones, whatever my grandma's ethnicity is. That's yeah. not anybody race baiting the amount of race baiting posts i've seen from girls just getting it spray tan (laughs) find something better to do with your time like really really you know (laughs) we don't talk anything about black women getting blonde hair Mm -mm. wearing blonde bleach blonde wigs straightening their hair yeah or all that debate about how white women can't wear braids yeah dutch braids are called dutch braids because the dutch came up with those braids well, it's like that video of that, that little stoner kid. Uh, he's got dreads and the black girl's going off on him. It's cultural appropriation. You can't wear that. Dude, Vikings? Never heard of Vikings? Vikings had dreads. Yeah. Right? I and mean, there's tons of white cultures that had it's dreads back in the hairstyle. day. It's hairstyle. Right. Why are you putting your I- <laughs> in, entire identity, all of your morals, all of your beliefs into a hairstyle? Mm-hmm. Because Kim K wears it and she's now appropriating cult. No, no, she's not. Okay. That's not. That's just. Mm, go find a Speaking job. Speaking of. Go get a hobby. Where's Kanye, man? Oh, Kanye's out. Is he back? Yeah. He got married. Yeah. Uh, and they, they have him out. And so did Britney. So I what's know. going on with all these well, celebrities then, being married? There is even like. I know. 
And what we didn't been? even know about this chick. Oh, it's been out there. You haven't seen uh, any of this? No. He took North to meet her and they had lunch the other day at Nobu. And I thought he was still missing from the whole Alex Jones thing. No. No. He's out. I was thinking he was dead. No, no, he's unless, alive. <laughs> unless they got the clone out. I mean, they could have. The Britney thing is really weird. Yeah. Really weird. Oh, yikes. Ah, but anyways, yeah, that's brainwashing. Yeah. Brainwashing. <laughs> in every form possible. Um, but honest to God, in terms of all this Black Lives Matter stuff, I'm just over it. It's all virtue yeah. signaling. All of it. It's all wokeism. It's yeah. creating a fight that doesn't exist on its own. You know, right. I'm sorry, but for somebody to say, I now expect $3 million from the state of California f- in terms of reparations for my ancestor being a slave. Explain that logic. Where's mine? Explain that logic. <laughs> Where's mine? Well, it just, well, it puts us ahead because there's a gap in wages or there's a gap in the, you know, price of our homes as black people. Again, it goes back to the culture. It goes back mm-hmm. to your area. What are you doing to create a safe, productive environment for businesses to thrive so that money comes to your neighborhood? You know who was doing something? Donald J. Trump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Opportunity zones. He had yeah. huge, huge plans for the black community. He had like 2,300 opportunity zones throughout the United States. Yep. Which opportunity zones, if you don't know, are... Um, Areas in inner cities that it allows people of color, but mostly black people, to be able to become uh, their own business owner, small mm-hmm. business owner, so they can get business loans to start their business. And so their whole community can be owned by them. Yeah. Right. So they can have right. pride and value in their community yeah. and bring it back themselves. Yes. Trump was doing all yes. that stuff. And then you got Biden, who uh, spoke at Robert Byrd's funeral and said, what a great guy he is. (laughs) Robert Byrd was the head of the KKK, if you all don't know. Which also helped fund uh, Planned Parenthood. Yeah, there you go. There's that. I know. Yeah. It just, it goes back to, though, like, we can't just hand it out. You know, you give a man a fish, he eats for a day. You teach him how to fish, he eats for life. Right. That is what we have to do to correct these things, you know, if there are inequalities in income in you know, housing prices and whatever between whites and blacks, and some of that is attributed to the past, the culture, blah, blah, blah. Okay, sure. But the only way forward is to work through it, not to just be given handouts. Right. Because who's to say that we're going to give every black person in LA $350,000 and then give all this extra money to the small businesses that are black owned and that things are just going to thrive. Oh no, they're going to blow all that money. What? Yeah. What have we been teaching these people that would make you think that they would do something good with that money? You know, (laughs) there's just, it's not the way isn't just throw money at it. You have to teach them and, they look you know, really good though. Grow all their outfits and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Gucci's going to be flooded. They're going to the they're going to look great. <laughs> no. And that's why Donald Trump was making a difference was because he was trying to create a future instead of just a band-aid over the problem. Right. You know. Right. So Oh gosh. I am very curious to see the feedback on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it again. 
we are not targeting anybody. Man, we're not your enemy, man. God, we're no. not. Look, we're on your side. We're just trying to show you that you've been played. The people in power keep playing you. They keep pulling at your heartstrings. Well, yeah, they're playing, but specifically exactly. because they have dumbed down society, yeah. but specifically the the black community. Mm-hmm. And they're making you extremely emotional and react based on emotion. And because you are the one particular group that does that more than anyone else, you get, keep getting put on the forefront, man. And, and Black Lives Matter with, you know, all their people embezzling money and everything. It's it's not about y'all. And why do they keep trying to combine, like, the gay movement and the black movement? You notice that? Yes. They keep pushing that yes. stuff together a lot. Yes. They think you guys are the same or what? <laughs> like, I don't get that. Like, but okay, and if they do, that's because they view us all as the same. Right. That's what I mean. Right. All they got to do is like, okay, sprinkle distraction over here, sprinkle distraction over here, and then these two sides fight. Yep. Like that's it. Yep. But they view us all as the same. We're we're pets. We're cockroaches. Mm-hmm. We're we're nothing to these mm-hmm. people, which is why we got to show our our force. And our force is our numbers. Why do you think they're trying to depopulate the planet? Yeah. If we wake up enough people and enough people are awake, not woke, awake, then I think we can really make a real difference. But people got to come together first. Yeah. And that's the common thread with all these topics we talk about is that by acknowledging them, by realizing the ulterior motive, you know, that is the only way forward. That's the only way that we succeed is to see that all of these little things are being used against us. They're mm-hmm. being used to polarize. Right. And that we have to stick together. All of us little people. Right. You know, every episode. Yeah. Yeah. Everything we talk about. So just start to think, you know. Yeah. Not everybody is some racist bigot out to get you just because they might have like this much of a differing opinion. Well, just have a conversation. A lot of people are just humans. That's that that's the biggest problem is most people do not know how to have the conversation. Everyone lives in an echo chamber now, right? Nobody wants to hear a difference of opinion. No one wants to hear a different viewpoints because it completely shatters their current way of thinking, their current mindset. And there's too many people nowadays that don't want to hear that. And and that's every race. That's not just black people. That's every single race. There's people out there on both sides of the political aisle that live in their echo chamber and do not want to hear the other side. So many of life's problems would be fixed if we just sat down and had the conversation. Mm -hmm. But they don't want us to. They want us to keep fighting. And so we keep this division and keep everything else. If we just sat down and talked and had the conversation, man, so many people realize we have a lot more in common than they're they're yeah. leading on. Yeah. You're allowed to disagree with people. Right. You know, but every time you hear another viewpoint, whether you agree or not, it expands <clears throat> your mind. Right. And that's really good. We have to continue learning continue growing and adapting that's the only way you get by in life and so you do have to listen to other people's opinions well we're supposed to celebrate each other's differences and like we were saying in the whole alphabet community and gender and all that stuff like male and female we're supposed to compliment each other look it doesn't matter what race you are what culture ethnicity all that stuff we're supposed to work well together Mm -hmm. right i mean america I mean, I don't know how much it is at this point, but it it's the perfect melting pot 
right? People move here from all over the world. And this is why we have pretty much anything and everything available, right? It doesn't matter where you are from the world. You can go downtown in any major city in the United States and find a restaurant with your style of food from your home country, your hometown, right? Made by someone that looks like you. Right. (laughs) And that's what I mean, right? That's the coolest part. We're supposed to be this beautiful melting pot. And instead of seeing a melting pot of all one color, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. It's all, oh, we're purple, blue, green, orange, you know? It's not supposed to be that way. No. So this this means nothing. This means nothing. Like I said, we have no control over it. Right. No Why control. are we letting that determine our right. entire future as right. humans? Right. Honestly. This, your brain, means everything. Right. Who you are as a person means everything. Yep. And look, um, Hobson, Hobson, uh, underground rapper. I don't listen to much rap anymore because Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, you know. Um <laughs> But when I do, it's typically underground stuff. Um, so Hobson, he does he does some mainstream stuff. But he's got one song where he's got a line that says, um, why is it that black people are the only ones that can't evolve? We're out here in the streets acting like a bunch of Neanderthals. Mm-hmm. He's calling us out his own race, you know. And, and it's true. It's, you know, he even said in other parties, like, I've seen... Uh, black people get in an argument over a pack of cigarettes like, uh, like rabid dogs. Yeah. Right. Why? You know, and, and that's the thing too. Black people are taught to hate each other. Yeah. I mean, they really are. Yeah. Um, for those of you that have seen Boondocks <laughs> or, or the Boondocks, not, uh, not the movie, the show, um, Uncle Ruckus. Uncle Ruckus is the epitome of what those in power want black America to be. Hate everything about blackness, but at the same time be so arrogant about one's blackness. I think we have to stop giving it so much power to stop being afraid to offend, stop being afraid to talk about it because... Just have the conversation. And the fact that I even felt the need to put a disclaimer at the beginning of this episode, it just goes to show that You're programmed to do so, yeah. Yes, and that this is going to piss people off and I'm afraid of it pissing people off, you know? But I don't not stand beside anything we said. No, if it pisses you off, you need to hear the message because... like if it doesn't piss you off and you agree, then then you understand and you see things for for the same way that we see them. Um, but we're just trying to stop the division. We're just trying to stop the narrative that America is racist. It, the only way America is racist now is against white people. That's it. It's not the other way around where it's white people that hate everyone. Go talk to a white person. If you're a person of color and you think America is racist, just go talk to any random white person you yeah. see down the street. times out of 10, it's not going to be a bad encounter for you. And yeah, yeah. it's not to say that there aren't racist people in America, but to say that, to say that America and is inherently racist, is inherently racist and that every single piece of our being goes back to racism is false. No, it's Mm -mm. false. That's not why we were founded. We weren't founded as a country to start racism. That just doesn't make any sense. No, no. But that's how they're trying to paint it now. Yes. Just because there are some intolerant people out there. Yeah. But everybody's too caught up trying to pay for groceries, pay for gas, pay for rent right Right. now. 
everybody's too caught up to care about bring your back race. Trump. It's bring. it's very sad. Yeah, a lot I of think. black people like Trump because he was about the money. Yeah, yeah. Just saying. Yeah, and they'll <laughs> silence those voices too because they don't want yeah. you to see that black people can be Republican yeah. or they can be conservative well, what, or support Trump. Or rappers whatever. loved Trump before he ran, and then because they're part of. You know, mainstream media in a sense. Yeah. And they got to do their fuck down Trump song, you yeah. know, all that stuff. Yeah. So. Or they won't be accepted into the Illuminati next week's episode. That's just all right. Kidding. I'll just keep over here uh, singing Let's Go Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, on that note, you guys, uh, we really appreciate you listening to this one. Uh, we'd be curious to hear your thoughts. We mm-hmm. always welcome, you know, comments, conversations. Uh, different viewpoints we we bring it on let's have a conversation you know we're promoting conversation so we're not going to be afraid of it um but yes thank you so much for listening as always um you would be doing us the biggest favor in the world (laughs) if you want to go follow us over on let's see instagram tiktok twitter um i always leave those handles in the box below the episode or wherever you're seeing it on your screen um and feel free to rate this podcast give us a five star Uh, we're just trying to make some traction here and um every little bit counts so thank you guys for listening and we will see you next week for another episode of untethered minds (laughs) that probably didn't sound cool but we tried (laughs) untethered minds untethered minds (laughs) yeah 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 Stay awake, not woke. Stay awake, not Mm. woke. I like that. I like it. All right. See you all next week. Bye.